After a meal like that, you deserve a little dessert. The Toronto Raptors are recapped here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Now it's time to send you off to your host, Scott McGregor, in the Sports for Beginners podcast studio after this quick drop with Game Ball, top performers of the game, player of the game, players and coaches, post-game reaction and highlights, thoughts on the game, and so much more. But before we get to him and this drop, we want to remind you to hold fast, stay true, let's go whoever you cheer for, we've got them on the podcast for you. And we also want to remind you that we are wishing you a happy holiday. And last but not least, we want to remind you that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. Check us out on Facebook at https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sports four beginners podcast for the Facebook page of the Sports for Beginners podcast. You can also follow your host, Scott, Thomas, and Ali on Twitter, Instagram, and wherever they and wherever they can be found, on even on Facebook. Now, time to stop talking and start getting down to the finale of the Lakers and the Raptors. This is Hoops post-game show right now we're sending you over after this drop to the one and only scott mcgregor recapping lakers raptors it's all happening now to the Sports for Beginners podcast, where we discuss everything and anything in the world of sports media. This is the post-game show with your host, Scott McGregor, in the studio. Remember, fans, whenever or before they drop the puck, before they throw first pitch, before we tip off, and before, before they kick off, 
we bring to you the post the pre-game show and then the post-game show follows right afterwards now let's get to your host Scott McGregor in the sports for beginners studio Welcome Raptors fans, welcome Lakers fans to a Raptors and Lakers post-game show edition. We had that on tap for you. We also have on tap for you a possible new episode happening today if we get approval from Jason Wojcik of CBC. I will be meeting with him. As we continue to work on this show, we will, or I will be meeting with him, and that show should release either before we release this show, the Raptors and the Lakers. But to get to what we're going to get to in this program, in our second segment, we are going to do top performers, player of the game. We are going to hear from the Lakers. Yes, we are going to hear from the Los Angeles Lakers. We're going to hear from the Lakers. Their post-game reaction availability, if they have any available uh, at this time, it does not look like they have any. They have any of that available, but that's okay. We'll see what we can find. That was on their YouTube channel. We will hear from the Raptors right after right after the game. That is actually who we're going to hear from in our first segment of the show. But before we get to all of that, we are going to look at the highlights. And as I'm about to get those set up, I'm also just about getting set up the media availability for the Raptors as they as they I believe they should have some media availability for us here that we're going to get to we've got the highlights and they are next as we go through my my thoughts on this game we are going to 
also have, you know what, we're having so much here that we're going to talk about. Oh, there's not a lot for me to really say, so let's get right into what we what we came for before we get to our, our hearing from the Raptors side. I will see if I can pull up as we're hearing from the Toronto Raptors. I will see I will see if I can pull up the Los Angeles Lakers post-game availability if it is available or at least a few people that we can hear from from the los angeles lakers lebron james did play in this in this basketball game but he left due to injury or whatever the case was and therefore he could not play the re the remainder of the game on top for the Raptors, we have Fred Van Fleet, Chris Boucher, Gary Trent Jr., OG Ananobi, and head coach Nick Nurse. Post game after this game ended. But before we get to them, here we go. Barring any ads. Here we go. Here we go. Barring, barring the ads. Here we go with Lakers and the Raptors. Gonna hit this as soon as it comes on. You know what? Here we go. And here we go. You know what? Here we go. This is the Lakers and Raptors highlights from last night. You know what? Here we go. He comes down again typically. You'd see him make a couple in a row. He missed it as the Raptors control the opening tip. Well, if they're gonna get rolling as a team right now, you need number 23 yeah. at a high level, and he's the first guy to admit it. And obviously some winnable games coming up here. Can they get it done? There you go. There you go. Van Fleet from the top of the Chris Gent on the other side. Had a nice chat with both of those guys earlier. OG with the steal. His league leading 57. And then I love it. The defense there, OG Ananobi. Only player in the league. Pascal the Out. Raptors 16 of their 27 from the paint. There's a 
Jr. connects with the three. Top to Barnes. Looking underneath, here's Boucher. Fading. Tough shot. Goes. Of course, we haven't seen him live. Well, and... he's, he's a joy to watch yeah. in person. I mean, man. So explosive. Here's none. And he knocks it down. Here's Young. Back over to Trent Jr. Gary. Good job by Trent. Dropping it. Raptors by nine. None. Push shot. Good. Seven-point game. Take care of business here and start building some cushion back in your schedule. Your craftiness as a post player. Look at him right here. Look at how strong he's yeah. playing. Beautiful. That's it. Deep post position. Powell basketball. Yeah, 21.7 right rebounds. Knocked away, but they were going right back there. And the shot. Good. Scotty B, he's where, got 12. Where are a lot of those shots coming? They're coming against a team that's playing a lot more so There you go. They weren't set that time, right? You get it in transition. Defense isn't set. Three, no. Batted out. Reeves with it. Look, you get it where you want it, and then you get it to a clean look for the shot. And then you got to convert. Reeves banks it in. He's got 10 points. Gary Trent Jr. back over to Siakam. Pascal spinning. Brown loses the dribble. Here's Pascal attacking. Trent Jr. No. Boucher cleans up. Stick to it of this right there. Raptors get out in transition. None. Second chance opportunity. Walker. 
Booker gets to the bucket and played with Cleveland. Thankfully, the Lakers are four for 24. Well, save it all for Friday night, Orlando. Yeah, Orlando. O-Town. Here's Fred operating. Oh! Rockford's finest! Jones kicks it. Here's Westbrook for three. Got it. So Westbrook to the NBA Finals in 2012 with Oklahoma City. There's Fred, 25 now. Boucher, no. And Westbrook with it. Lead pass. And the bucket counts. 21 seconds remaining here. Short on the three, second chance. Schroeder up fake. Attacks Bryant underneath and the slam dunk. Nice cut. Great find. Yeah. The first three games of December, so he's living there. Driving, kicking, three is good. Brown brings it across the timeline. Max Christie in. Along with Jones and Bryant and Nunn in the 110 87 with 720 left. Barnes has it taken away by Nunn. Just turned it over eight times. None lays it up and in. See Akum backing in. Double comes. Stays with it. 25 now. You start making some of those shots, but that's the necessity of getting inside is big. Another turnover. And none with the throwdown. It's not what they expected. They're no. 10 and 13. And there's a follow dunk. And then they have gone eight and three since. But over the last two seasons, without a LeBron and without an Anthony Davis, 0-5, he flu like symptoms. He's out, and so you gotta have him, and you gotta have LeBron for sure. And that's enough, certainly, to be a play-in team. And how do you go about it? That's the hard part. Well, or do you try to try to add? And, and what can you add? game the Raptors win it 126 113 as as we mentioned here uh Jason will be joining us in the studio uh we will have that as a separate show for you so if you're interested in that if we get the okay from Jason to put this out on the podcast hopefully we do but if we get the okay Jason will be joining us shortly at 11.15. That is when I will be recording an interview with him. It may or may not release before the Raptors and before the Raptors and Lakers post-game show releases. 
Leaf fans and Kings fans, the coverage doesn't stop. We have we're gonna po we're gonna bring up a post game show for the Maple Leafs and the L and the LA Kings right after the hockey game tonight on Thursday, December the eighth. Happy December to all of you. By the way, happy holidays to all of you here. All right. So what we're going to do is I'm going to go over the stats here. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, when we come back, we are going to hear, to wrap up our opening segment, we are going to hear from the Raptors. I'll give you player of the game when we come back as part of our second as part of our opening segment and i'll give you or and then in our second segment i will give you the top performer of the basketball game the game balls in our third and final segment alongside the alongside the look ahead and we we may hear some hockey content before or in our middle segment before we get to continuing with our Raptors and Lakers post game show. That all being said, let's get down to the game stats. We don't have the scoring summaries, but that's okay. The Lions score there was 39 points for the Raptors in the first quarter. 31 for the for the Lakers. 16 points were scored by the Lakers in the second quarter. 31 by the Raptors. Raptors still led at the half by the score you saw if you saw it on my Instagram page. Uh it was it was dip it got different as I was about to post it. But anyways, that that was the score at that time. 28 to 28 and 27 were the totals in the third quarter. 38 and 29 makes up makes up the score. 113, 26, 126. Raptors. Raptors. 126. LA Lakers. 113. Game stats quickly here as we are go as we're heading into our break. So the Raptors. Shooting forty four point three percent from the from the field, they made forty three point three percent of their field goals. L A Lakers made forty two point five percent of their field goals. Forty two point five percent. Now, just a quick thing I I should have mentioned earlier. Uh, LeBron James did not play in this game, and neither did a few other players in this game. All right, back to the stats. We'll get back to those in just a moment. But from the three, from three, it was twenty-one point two percent of threes made by Los Angeles Lakers players. And a and 27.9% of those threes were made by the Raptors. 83.3% of those 
any 83.3% from the field or on the boards, whatever you want to call it, was the Raptors. They were 83.3% of the, they were 83.3% good. 91.4% good from the Lions for the Lakers. For the Lakers. The Lakers turned the ball over 15 times. The Raptors turned it over 11 times. They had 54 rebounds to LA's 46. And the Raptors had 25 assists to 16 assists for the LA Lakers. Player of the game, post-game reaction from the Toronto side of the ball. And the top performer and much more in our middle segment, as well as our last segment, are coming up. But we're going to take a break. And when we come back, the opening segment continues with the Raptors post-game reaction. With the Raptors post-game reaction, we'll do player of the game. Go on a break. Come back with the top performer of the game. And we may do some game balls. But we're giving out some more game balls in our third and final segment. We also may hear some hockey news. Speaking of hockey news, we actually received, well, actually, you've probably already seen it, Penn's fans and, uh, and any fan of the Pittsburgh Penguins. You, you've probably already seen it on Twitter, but in case you didn't, the Penguins have a good news alert tweet that they just put out. And it looks like, according to Penguin's Inside Scoop, good news, Chris Letang is on the ice for the Penguins. Practice in a regular yellow yellow jersey. And fans, if you missed the Highmark Coaches Show with Josh Getzoff and Penguin's head coach, Mike Sullivan, check out the link. To the show by going to soundcloud.com slash user 89861958 and don't miss Josh and Phil and the rest of the gang on on the X calling the Pittsburgh Penguins hockey game. Their next coverage will be on Friday when we are recording one of our episodes. That could either be episode 17, or it could be episode 18. All depends on what happens after I talk with Jason Wojcik on, or of CBC, in just a second. All right, everybody. We're back in moments to continue talking hoops. We're back in moments to continue talking hoops as our opening segment continues. This is the Raptors and the Lakers post-game show with your host, myself, Scott McGregor. We'll be right back to the show with Scott McGregor, your host of Sports for Beginners, the podcast, in just a minute. And reminder that all of our show that we have a couple of shows coming up for you, including our Christmas holiday special with holiday music. And a little happy holidays. 
through all of you celebrating happy holidays after this drop a commercial break and back to scott in the studio after another drop happy holidays to everyone around so after so please feel free to continue to stay with us happy holidays Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit HTTP colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com Hey hockey fans, with the hockey season now officially underway, it's about time for all of that hockey content to return to its rightful place. And that's why this is a podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you. So whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck, or driving to the school to learn something new in life, Makes on the ice and behind the benches a part of your daily routine on Tuesdays and join me as your host on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game, former hockey players, coaches, and of course, everyone's first enemy, the referees. So get ready for exclusive fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast, and join me, your host, Thomas McGregor, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast, as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world. On the Ice and Behind the Benches is the neighboring podcast to a Sports for Beginners podcast that airs episodes every Thursdays, but for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays. And for more information, please visit the Facebook page of our neighboring podcast, the Sports for Beginners podcast Facebook page to be exact. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans, old, new, fan or no fan are ready to join me on this journey as well that's on the ice and behind the benches with your host thomas mcgregor myself every tuesdays on all of your favorite podcasting platforms including spotify and if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload you can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform 
it should there be any delays to its launch. That's anchor.fm for early access on On the Ice and Behind the Benches episodes before they hit your platform. We are currently available on Spotify and air episodes every Tuesday. We've got post and reaction content now, but I am excited to join to have you join me on this journey. So don't miss it. And remember, on this podcast, nobody gets icing. All right, time to get back to some hoops action on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Post game continues now with Scott in the studio right after this drop. Back to Scott in the studio right now. Welcome back to Sports for Beginners, the podcast. We are currently in the opening segment of our post-game show. The Raptors The Raptors are ready to rumble. Or sorry, getting ready. They are getting ready to rumble with their next opponent, who we will get to in just a moment. They have recently defeated the Los Angeles Lakers. And tomorrow, as part of a double, they will be playing a team that we just might do two post games for, like we're doing for the for the Peng- for Pittsburgh Penguins hockey. But today they but last night they played the Lakers. And we do have I am I am grateful to tell you that we do have the Lake we do have some Laker post game show from Russell Westbrook and head coach of and head coach of the and the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers Darvin Ham Darvin Ham we have some post game reaction from both of those men Darvin Ham, we have him, we have Westbrook, we'll get to them in just a moment in the following segments, but in our, but in, but to wrap up this segment here, since we've gone over our stats, and we actually are going to add the player of the game in this segment, I just want to go over who was scratched before we hear from the Raptors, and then after we hear from Raptors, we will hear, we will be before we take the break, we will do our player of the game quickly and come back with the top performer of the game and much more. So quickly here, the the Lakers were without Anthony Davis. LeBron James, who earlier I mentioned, he kind of did play in this game, but unfortunately he actually didn't. He played in the other game that the, Lake, that the Lakers played against Cleveland. And he did manage to log in a few minutes. Scotty Pippen Jr. did not play, and Cole Swit Swider Swit- did not play. Swider did not play. Inactive for the Raptors in this game or D- DNP'd Kem Birch and Ron Harper Jr. 
did not practice. Precious Achua and Juanico Turner Gomez and Otto Porter Jr. were out for this game. They were out injured, inactive. All right, with that, I promised you the Raptors. So here you go. We're going to kick things off with Fred Van Fleet. We will talk to you after Nick Nurse. So here is, and barring any ads, which we may talk to you if we get ads, here is, but here is, the Raptors featuring Fred Van Fleet post-game, Chris Boucher, Gary Trent Jr., OJ, OG Ananobi, and Nick, and Nick Nurse. If you missed it already and earlier on in the show, we teased that, or sorry, we told you that Christopher Lutang for the Pittsburgh Penguins is in a regular yellow jersey as of today. So, without any further ado, let's get down to hearing from the Raptors. You looked like you were pretty determined to get into the paint and get downhill right from the, right from the jump today. And how did that open up anything else for you? Uh, just continue to be aggressive. Um, I think, you know, when I have success, I'm getting in the paint, get, get a couple of free throws, uh, create shots for my teammates. So, just want to make sure I was aggressive from the jump and, um, you know, find a way to get us a win. It's a rather professional approach. I mean, you just got out of early, team made some misses, some players didn't give them any hope. Did you guys think about that when the game starts, just found by the team and, you know, give them no hope, no life? Yeah, I mean, we did what we were supposed to do. Um, there's a couple games this year where guys have been out and we just didn't jump right away and I think um you know we do what we're supposed to do tonight very professional locked in from the jump ball and um just didn't really give them any chance to get going they still play hard they, they fought us really hard in the third quarter you know as you can expect they got a lot of prideful guys over there but um I was just happy with our effort our intensity and um you know we just we did what we we're supposed to do Nick was talking the other day about I think the Orlando game where they were just defending you getting really up in your face and, and taking off a three-point shot. Is this the adjustment to the adjustment? It's, it's getting down in, in the paint? Oh, uh, yeah, just finding ways. You know, there's there's always got to just find ways to continue to be successful. And, um, you know, there's this, this a balance and act of trying to, you know, um, run the show and score and make sure we're winning and make sure we're efficient. Um, my teammates have been incredibly successful this year. LG's having a great year. So just, you know, finding ways to um, sometimes you got to get out of the way. Um, but tonight, just being aggressive, I think I'm at my best when I'm, you know, playing downhill with the ball in my hand. So um, it was one of those nights tonight. Just ask that, Nick, about the rotation. I mean, it's, you know, you're not the one that's putting it together, but it, this seems like the first stretch in a while where there's been kind of consecutive games where you've had the same starters and you've had the same kind of guys coming off the bench. Does that help? you guys out there to kind of have some consistency in terms of who's out there at any given time when you're coming in when you're coming out yes <laughs> I, I mean listen I, that's, that's that's for them to do so it's only so much i could say there i would just say yes it's very helpful for us um when there's consistency that way um but we trust coach and the way he does it and his plan but it's way easier you know this way why is it better 
what, what, what difference does it make? I guess we can you explain that. <laughs> You're gonna make me talk about it, huh? Well, I'm just curious. How does how does the consistency help? I think the answer is in the question. Um, I'm sorry, it was a long question. Yeah, as Josh had a great question and he <laughs> laid it all out there for you. Listen, uh, you could quote me on that. The consistency helps, but uh, I think I mean we're creatures of habit, routine, flow, energy. Like basketball is just a rhythmic, you know, game. And there's just so much that goes into the mindset and just knowing things and knowing when you know when your shots are coming, where they're coming from. Your the time that you got out there is so much planning ahead that you got to do and flow and feel through the game. But um, there is something to being ready at all times and being able to go. I know Coach likes to experiment that way, but it's uh, we we oh hey come on you can have it if you if you're ready you that ready come on. But uh, all right. But uh, just yeah, it's easier when there's a flow. Thank you. Um, the fact that we have to talk about this is, is is crazy in itself. But no, just trying to fight the algorithms, man. I'm I'm checking my my page and it's like all shit that I don't follow. So there's like a thousand, and it's on Twitter and Instagram now too. So it's like when I'm going up and down my feed, it's so many things that I'm not following that's just suggestion, suggestion, suggestion. So. Stupid me. Let's unfollow everybody and see if it helped. It didn't help. Somebody caught wind of that and said, oh, I unfollowed all my teammates. I unfollow my mom, too. They didn't care about that part. But uh, <laughs> uh, I don't think I never follow Mike. I got to work on Twitter next. But, uh, no, it was, I mean, that's that's it. Nothing more, nothing less, man. I'm. Uh, it's going to take more than a couple bad shooting games for me to lose my mind and um <laughs> i know i know people are uh very interested in my personal life now which is new for me and i gotta be more aware of that but i just take everything in stride i'm a real person and um that was it really nothing more nothing less i i didn't think it would be a big thing i'm disgusted that mike is the one that, that asked that question i i expected more of you um yeah again stupid me right so you live and you learn this is nothing i left the toronto raptors up there on purpose just so it wouldn't be um taken out of context but you know here we are this is the new world that we live in i gotta adjust and um you know yeah, continue to figure out that part of it. Chris, the, the last, like, two of the last three games really had a back to the same kind of impact you had at the start of the year, every game. How, how have you felt the last little while? Back in the rhythm in that, in that role, that energy you bring? Just having to figure it out. Obviously, everybody's back. Um, so it's just figuring out what I could do. Obviously, with Gary coming off the bench, that's another weapon we have. Um, it's just a different way to play, and I think it's just something that I have to figure out. Obviously, I just want to be in the same energy, be able to defend and all that, but I also got to, you know, utilize Gary off the bench, you know, um, 
one of the best offensive players that we can have and playing with Tad and different sometimes when Ancho was there. It's just another system that I got to figure it out, but I'm, I'm getting there, obviously. In a couple possessions against their zone in the second quarter where you got to the nail and a couple turnarounds. Is that an evolving part of your game, getting to that spot and making the shot or the pass? Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, I've been, we've been playing against a lot of zone and I never f- it took me a minute to figure it out. Um, the open spots and all that, usually the, the zone, uh, the middle is the open spot. And um, I've been working a lot on my mid-range and all that, just trying to make sure that I can hit that shot if it's given. And um, today went in, and obviously, um, you know, they found me in the middle. So that's something that I would definitely be working on since every team is playing us uh, zones a lot. Using that mid-range shot as an example, you've added so much to your game over the past five years. How much of your growth is just individual, and how much is, you know, this element is what the team needs from you? Uh, I mean, I think now it's more, um, you know, what the game is giving me. Obviously, um, people are see, seeing a lot of games of me, offensive rebounds and shooting corner threes and whatever, so now they're adjusting. A lot of people are running me off the line and all that, and usually I don't have the f- clear lane because they're, you know, packing the, zone, the, the paint, so... Um, that's some stuff that I'm trying to work on. I mean, utilize the mid-range so I don't have to go get in charge and all that. And um, whenever they don't, they don't. I can still offensive rebound and all that. So it's just making a mixture because obviously the game is evolving and people are doing different stuff against me. And it's just a read that I have to make now. And when you were, you know, at Christian's point in his career, you did similar things, getting like four or five, eight blocks a game, and then not so many defensive rebounds, kind of like him now. Have you talked to him about the balance between rebounding and shot blocking? I mean, I try to stay positive with him because he's getting a lot of people talking to him. Obviously, we want him to be great. And um, when he doesn't make those rotations or don't protect the paint, I think he's getting a lot of, uh, you know, people telling him what to do. so during that time, it used to bother me a lot. So I kind of know a little bit better how to tell him what he has to do. Instead of waiting until he misses it, um, when he does it, just go ahead and say, yeah, good job, do it again. And those are a lot, lot, lot better. But I think he's, like I said, he's learning. We're throwing a lot of stuff at him. He's playing a lot of good uh, bigs. So that's good. Uh, that's good experience for him. He's going to get better. Like you said, games like that where you can get four or five blocks, um, that's exactly what we need, and he's going to continue to do that. What does it do for you guys when Fred is attacking and getting into the paint as opposed to? He's the head of the snake, so obviously we go as far as he go. Um, him and Pascal, um, when they're aggressive and um, making things happen, I think that's the best basketball. Uh, we have a lot of weapons, so um, it's always good to see them uh, you know, ready to play and going at the paint all the time. I think Fred... Um, you know, he's been having a tough whistle lately, and it make you know it makes it a little harder. But um, Fred's gonna do what Fred does, and I'm not you know I'm not surprised at anything that's going on right now. Um, when he's gonna get out of it, he's gonna get out of it today. I think it was a good game for him to you know just silence the talkers a little bit and go back to what he usually do. Chris, how much have you come to like enjoy and embrace the process of like evolving and finding different ways to be successful? I mean, it's it's good now. I mean, obviously, uh, the older I get, the better. Um, it's it's good to see that I'm getting better. It would be bad to get older and just make the same mistakes. So um, that's something that it, you know it makes the game funner. There's a lot of stuff that I didn't know about the game. There's a lot of rotation. I've seen you guys, um, you know, tell that I could have got better on a lot of things, and I never understood why. But when I, when you start doing it a little bit better, you're like, oh, okay, well, those are the things that I could have gotten better at last year or the year before. Um, so it's always enjoyable. I had a lot of stuff that I could get better at and still got to get better on. And 
It's just a pleasure because obviously uh, I do my job. It's what I think when I love, I can do it with a lot of energy and get better. So that's something that you know every player wish to be in. A... Chris, you guys have had an up and down year uh, at times this season. Uh, yeah, do, do you think there's anything to the idea that it, it can be more challenging to do it the second time around with a young team as opposed to the first year everything's new and different, especially for the younger players, and then the second time there's the added challenge of having to to be honest with you, I think the only, the main reason why it's been up and down is that we've been having injuries and sickness and all that, so, you know, we're still trying to figure it out how to play with all the guys back. We're still missing Precious, you know, if Odo was not hurt and all that, so, you know, for us to get to the full potential, we need everybody to be there and everybody to know their roles, and we haven't got that yet, so... Um, obviously, where there's ups and downs, we're still trying to figure it out how we're going to, you know, the rotations and uh, how everybody's going to play and who's going to do this and that. So when we got this figured out, it's going to be a lot easier to go into games. But I don't, you know, I'm not too concerned about, um, you know, the ups and downs. I think we could, we could get a couple of streak of games and realize what we could do. And obviously, everybody's healthy now. So this is what you guys going to see. And that's a good thing. On another day, you've talked about how meditation has helped you just like develop, you've developed habits to be more focused throughout the game. Yeah. Every player kind of has to go through their own process and find what works for them, right? But as a leader, is like, how do you help impart some of that stuff on onto players when they do need to improve that focus and stuff like that? Um, well, me and what I say to everybody, every player that I talk to is, um, you're going to have downs, you know, there's, there's, I don't know one player that this season went all the way up and never went down. So, um, that's the best thing I can say is that you're going to have down and usually those are the moments where you could get better is by, you know, going against it and try to, you know, your shots not falling, do other stuff. So when your shots are falling, you can be a better complete player. And those are stuff that I try to get players to understand because like I said, I went to the ups and downs and, um, yeah, it could be really tough, but if you keep, you know, thinking that you're gonna, you're a good player, you're here for a reason, and you can help the team. Usually, things are getting a lot better. And for young guys, um, I figure it out. And it took me a minute, so they they got a lot of times in front of them. Chris, with Precious out, has that been a bit of a funky adjustment for yeah, you? Man, I miss my teammate, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, if it was a tag team champion, I'm loving him. You know, I'm by my one handicap match, but it's okay, man. He gonna be back soon. <laughs> and honestly, yeah, like I said, he's another piece that we need. And you know, obviously we miss him and all that, but um, it's just helping me, you know, figure out ways to be effective. Um, you know, without him in the game, and when he comes there, it might be a lot easier for me. Um, more openings and um, you know same thing for him obviously I think he's watching the game and that's something that I've done at the beginning of the year where when I was hurt I was watching to see what I could do and I'm sure he's doing the same and when he gets back it's gonna help be really helpful which tag team are you huh? which tag team are you uh we could be D generation X I'm Shawn Michaels though <laughs> <laughs> keep that same level of focus um going into this one knowing that you know their star players are are not even in this but Still not taking uh, the gas pedal. Most definitely, it's really just going out there and playing hard. You know, at the end of the day, we're all self-evaluating ourselves, and you know, our coaches and everybody else around the league is as well too. So whenever you get a chance, an opportunity to play against anybody, you know, in the NBA jersey, you got to be ready. Got to go out there and play hard, make sure you prepare. But you know, to prepare wise, put out there guys under man. We knew we had to come out early, set the tone, and it was a must win.
as we are currently trying to hear from Gary Trent Jr., it looks like the question here was unable for us to be able to hear, but that's okay. We'll see if we can hear Gary Trent's uh, answer to this question. You can see if you can find a better audio there for Gary Trent. Maybe you can get better uh, understanding of what the question was, but here is Gary Trent Jr. Again, we're talking to you after we hear from Nick Nurse. This is continuing the opening segment of this show. Everything, defense, you know, play hard, stay together, be in gaps, uh, gang rebound, you know, as one, everybody together. And, you know, like you said, it's still our will early, early on, the, instill our will early on the rim and continue to, you know, attack, attack and go downhill. Another one of those, so let's hear what Gary has to say. Really just, you know, try to get in and find wherever you can. You know, try to play off guys, help guys. You know, that's my job. Come out here, play hard, play defense, you know, defend. So come out here, play my role to the best of my ability, and, you know, do whatever I can to help this team win. Oh, 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 we're getting a little bit of static here as we're trying to hear from this uh, question here. The same on-paper credibility as other teams that you guys faced earlier this season. How important are these wins? Every win is important. You know, it's not easy to win in the NBA. You know, every chance you got opportunity, every possession to close out, you know, you got to so, go out there and chip away, leave with a win. You know, that's most importantly, that's every team's focus. That's every team's goal. No matter what's going on during the game, we leave with a win. We'll we live with it. I had a really great start. 11-0 mm -hmm. run right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Okay, so before we get to OG, I just want to apologize here for the static. If I don't edit that out uh, before we, before we, um, before we, before I launch this episode, which is our post-game show of the Raptors and Lakers, I just want to let you guys know that I apologize in advance, hopefully with with stuff that I was able, with stuff I'm able to do, I'm not. We don't hear too much of the static, but I apologize. Even if we do, we'll try to make sure that that does not happen over next over the next couple of Raptors post game shows we do. So with that, let's go back and hear from OG and Anobi. Uh, we just made an emphasis of coming out strong, getting stops, running out, playing fast, and getting good shots. Oh no, it was great for him to come out aggressive and hit the shots that he always hits. see it we all follow suit you know we all be aggressive step into our shots shoot with confidence oh just because we're like we know that they have great players on our team everyone in the nba is a good player so just to not get caught up on names and just play hard no matter who's playing. And then, uh, finally, you guys are playing some that are on paper. Uh, kind of what you just said, like, 
gotta respect every group. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.
solid play by him. In that first quarter, zone gave you trouble a couple possessions in a row. And Boucher hit some, uh, just one or two. And Boucher hit some really tough mid-range turnarounds to sort of yeah. save a couple possessions. Yep. Where on the list of expectations is that for what you want? Well, yeah, I mean, listen, I, I was really happy with the execution against the zone. I thought, you know, it's one of those things where you execute, and I thought we had a whole bunch of wide-open threes. The stuff we were doing was, was producing those early on. We just went weren't hitting them um you know all those plays kind of have next options to them right and if you run them a couple times you're gonna have to look further down the line and and one of those is is chris flashing in there at the nail um and i think he made two of them kind of like that where he flashed in there so you know that's good especially i mean we took the threes already and usually that's what's next they usually adjust to that and and um, that guy's got to flash in there and make a play it's not always a shot it's sometimes a kick to the weak side or a high low but um he he, he made a couple good ones and, and you're right i think um we needed those right to kind of not think like oh my god they went zone and we we've missed five straight shots even though they were good ones it still still starts messing with you a little bit and for hitting, you know, mid-range shots like that or corner threes or close-ups, how, how valuable is Boucher's ability to sort of transform himself into whatever specific skill you might need on a possession? Yeah, I mean, listen, I would, I would, um, you know, I think, I think Chris has got uh, three-point shooting capability, which we we need him to do. He certainly got the offensive put-back ability, which means he's at the rim. Um, you know, those mid-rangers are kind of a little more icing on the cake for him. But I, but again, he's he's a little quirky that way because he, you know, like them, a lot of times he'll drive down the lane and not really be that open and figure out a way to kind of will it in the basket, right? He does that a lot driving right, and you're thinking, oh, man, he's that's not that great a shot. And he, and he kind of makes those. He's kind of a good finisher that way. He just kind of figures out a way to get it in there. Chris has talked about meditation yeah. uh, as a thing that he started to do to be more disciplined throughout the game and focus. Is that something that young players, you know, not just on this team, but can kind of look to? Not meditation specifically, but Chris's career trajectory kind of? Well, Chris does a, a really, he has a really good, I know he's worked hard at it, he's a really good kind of pregame set routine that he does and he really locks in on it there's a number of things he does in the locker room leading up to it and then like you talked about he, he really does a good job he he kind of sits down there at the end of the bench um well before the the lineups are out and gets him, gets himself ready to go i know it's a a project that he wanted to work on and he's worked on it and certainly has helped him um and you know i we we love bringing him off the bench because you know, when you call his name, he does that sprint up to the bench and he sprints out on the floor. And, and as quirky as that may seem, it, it is a boost of, of hustle and energy that, that, you know, gets contagious sometimes. It's the second game in a row where you primarily stuck with the eight guys. I know it's been near impossible to have any kind of continuity in the rotation this year with the guys in and out. But you feel like you're starting to find something that you like with this group? Well, I mean, I think I think so. I think that's what we've decided to kind of go with uh, here. I, I, I know Kim was the only guy who didn't really play. Um, and there's times where we almost put Kim in because we want some rim protection and stuff. I, I think there's still a, an opportunity to get him in there um, to make it nine. 
right? Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm pretty happy with that, the way that's those eight guys have, have kind of maneuvered around. And, you know, we take Scotty and OG out usually together, and then we bring them back in for Pascal and Freddie late, you know. And so it kind of gives it a different look. And Gary's kind of playing with both units, you know, sometimes as he comes in and kind of stretches stretches out. But I, th I thought Gary played well tonight too, right? I just thought he was a factor just with his threat to score and 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 those kind of things and he had a long stretch there and he was part of that defensive group that that made those 15 out of 16 stops to end the half there is the rap there is the raptors post game media as mentioned in our next segment or so we will have Darvri Darvin, Darvin Ham and Russell Westbrook, they are coming up. But before we break for our actual first time, it's actually going to be our second time, even though we broke during our opening segment. We're going to give the player of the game before we break out for our break to lead us into our middle segment. So the player of the game for the Raptors is Pascal Siakam, 23 points, 6 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 block, 1 steal, on the floor for 34 minutes. Eight of, he was 8 of 9 from the field, shooting field goals. From 3-point from three range, he was 2 of 8. Five of five of six made good free throws at the line of scrimmage. Offensive rebounds, he had one of those. He had five defensive rebounds, one foul in the game, one and one turnover. For the Los Angeles Lakers. I mean, what what can you say about this man, Bryant? What can you say about what can you say about Thomas Bryant? What can you say about Thomas Bryant? Just, just let let that sink in for a second. What can you say about Thomas Bryant? 32 minutes on the floor, 16 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks. Only made 3 of the 5 field goals he had a chance at. He did not make 1 of those 3-point shots he had. He was 10-10 and 10 at the line of scrimmage. 4 defensive rebounds, 1 offensive rebound, 2 Two fouls and one turnover. Brian is good is a good is someone I think we all should keep an eye on. Thomas Bryant, that is. Just a quick reminder here before we go out for our middle segment to get ready for our middle segment. LeBron James sat out because of a sore left ankle one night after he played 36 minutes. In a 116-102 loss to the Cleveland, to, at Cleveland to the Cavaliers, 
Anthony Davis also was out of this game, and he left one quarter Tuesday night because of a non-COVID illness. And the one other thing I'm going to get to is the crowd tally. So this game was... So this game had officially come to the station around in front of 19,800 fans at a sellout crowd. And some of those 19,800 fans in attendance booed when the names of the injured players were displayed on the video board before the game. So that's going to be interesting to look at. All right, everybody. Top performer, game balls. Post-game reaction coming up in our second segment. From the LA Lakers, you'll hear from head coach Darvin Ham. You'll hear from Russell Westbrook. And then in our third and final segment, take a look at some of the things going on in the world of sports today. And we'll take a look at what is coming up for the Raptors and the Lakers. Plus, Maple Leaf fans, Maple Leaf fans, and Maple Leaf fans, Maple Leaf fans, and of course, fans of... Fans of the LA Kings, we've got another post-game show coming for you right after the final buzzer, or the final horn, rather, in hockey cases. Right after that horn goes off in Toronto, whether it's a win for the Maple Leafs or not, we will be back in studio with you for the for the Maple Leafs and for the Maple Leafs and of course the LA Kings post game show. All right, Darvin Ham and and Russell Westbrook coming up. Game balls, top performer, all coming up when we continue on sports for beginners the podcast. This is the this is the Lakers and Raptors post game show from December seventh on Wednesday, twenty twenty two. Back in moments. We are back to the show in just a moment. More, more, more from Scott in just a minute. But before we get to him again, we want to remind everybody here that we are wishing you a... Hi, come on out. I feel stupid. Happy holidays. 
happy holidays yes we are we are wishing you guys a happy holidays we hope you will join us for one of our episodes upcoming but we're back to scott in the studio in just a second Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit HTTP colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com Hey hockey fans, with the hockey season now officially underway, it's about time for all of that hockey content to return to its rightful place, and that's why this is our podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you. So whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck, or driving to the school to learn something new in life, Makes on the ice and behind the benches a part of your daily routine on Tuesdays and join me as your host on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game, former hockey players, coaches, and of course, everyone's first enemy, the referees. So get ready for exclusive fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast, and join me, your host, Thomas McGregor, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast, as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world. On the Ice and Behind the Benches is the neighboring podcast to a Sports for Beginners podcast that airs episodes every Thursdays, but for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays. And for more information, please visit the Facebook page of our neighboring podcast, the Sports for Beginners podcast Facebook page to be exact. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans, old, new, fan or no fan are ready to join me on this journey as well that's on the ice and behind the benches with your host Thomas McGregor myself every Tuesdays on all of your favorite podcasting platforms including Spotify and if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload you can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform should there be any delays to its launch that's anchor.fm for early access on on the ice and behind the benches episodes before they hit your platform 
We are currently available on Spotify and air episodes every Tuesday. We've got post-game reaction content now. But I am excited to join to have you join me on this journey. So don't miss it. And remember, on this podcast, nobody gets icing. Alright, time to get back to the action with Scott in the studio. So, after this quick drop, we're back to Scott in the studio with more on with more on the podcast. It's the Raptors and Lakers postgame show back after this drop. <laughs> Back to Scott, right now in the studio. Welcome back, everybody, to Lakers and Raptors post-game show. On tap for you this segment, we are going to hear from Darvin Ham, And we are going to hear from Russell Westbrook. Russell is coming up after Darvin Ham, who we are going to hear from before we get to tonight's top performers of the game, from the game last night, I should say. And we are going to also do game balls after hearing from after hearing from Russell Westbrook. And in which case, we are also going to do who had the dominant performance of the day? And this is a new basketball segment that will be incorporated into all of our post-game shows, including our hockey post-game shows, which, reminder, we have a hockey post-game show coming up later tonight. So be sure you join us if you're a Maple Leaf fan. If you've been with us, regardless on the content we cover, or if you are a Los Angeles Kings fan. So if you're either of those fans, please come out and join us for that post-game show coming up right after we get out of here. And a reminder that we also have another episode going to drop today. That will drop today, and that was an episode that I record that I recorded the remaining the like part of our show is an interview with Jason Boychuk of CBC, which is the Canadian Broadcasting Association. Uh, just to make sure I get this correct, I want to make sure I have CBC standing. I I have the correct pronunciation for what CBC stand CBC stands for. Just to make sure I have that as we are getting ready to hear, we are going to see this. Okay, so CBC. What is it? Well, it is the Canadian Broadcasting Association. 
or sorry, no, it's the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, excuse me, association, which runs shows such as Coronation Street, Murdoch Mysteries, and so much more. And they even run some sports, as you'll hear later in that, or as you'll hear in that show, from in that show that I did with, or that I am going to wrap up, but I'm in the process of working on. After we get out of here, you are going to hear Jason and myself talking about that. And what else does CBC have, especially around this this time of the year? But in all seriousness, back to what we're re- we're recapping here today. So here is Darvin Ham, head coach of the the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers after the ball game together and being organized um you know some teams comes out they'll come out blazing hot and you're gonna have nights like that you can play perfect and still lose um just based on shots falling not falling it'll play here or play there it doesn't go your way but the totality of our group and the totality of our program our franchise needs to be built on being competitive and being together at all times and uh, i just felt that wasn't the case uh, in the first half but I said what I had to say, um, left them to it, and they came out and they pulled themselves together and made it a competitive game and um, competed like, you know, we've been accustomed to doing this year and what we're trying to implement and be consistent at going forward. So as disappointed as I am in, in losing the game, you know, you never like to lose. I'm not upset. I'm not distraught because we pulled it together and we competed like we should have been from the start of the game. We actually did that in the second half, so I'm fine with that. AD had said before the trip that a successful trip to him would be you know, a winning record, so four and two, which is still on the table. Uh, do you expect this? Are you hopefully get him and LeBron back? And you still, do you still see? No, we'll see. We'll, we'll we'll do our evaluations and everything. See where they are tomorrow morning. Um, we talked before the game about. There's a chance for guys who don't get minutes to play. How, how tough is it to see one in the fourth go down and then what do you know about what's going on with him? Uh, he'll, he'll be reevaluated. He has something going on with his ankle, so uh, he'll get MRI tomorrow and we'll know more. But yeah, to that point, um, to answer your question, it sucks. You know what I'm saying? Juan is one of, he's a good soldier for us. He brings, you know, championship credibility from a championship organization in Golden State. And you can never have too many of those guys. Guys are going to go out and be selfless, whether they get minutes or not get minutes, and be, just be a pro. Keep themselves ready. Keep themselves functioning properly, thinking properly, you know, all aligned with, within the spirit of the group. And uh, it just sucks to see him get hurt. But I thought he was good tonight. I thought uh, K-9 got it going. He was good tonight. I thought Thomas Bryant was good tonight. You know, particularly in the second half, um, I thought Russ's leadership was key. You know, when I wasn't saying anything to him, he was pulling them together, getting them in huddles, and just continuously encouraging them to play the right way and to continue to play hard. So it was great. You know, there's lessons that can be learned from a loss like this and a performance like this. It's just compare and contrast half to half 
Um, and thank God we ended, ended the night productively. Although we didn't get the win, it was productive. Is, is there, when this team gets to where you want it to be at, um, when these situations arise, and I think of like the Spurs when they would sit some of their guys, and it, like guys would step up and have big games, but it would be sort of within the context of the team. Is, is that what you're talking about? Some, uh, someone early, did you see that from guys maybe going outside of their roles to try to do too much? I mean, I just think disappointment. I saw a lot of disappointment lags, and by that I mean. You thought you got fouled. They didn't blow the whistle. You you refused to get back in defense. Next time you get the ball, you disregard everything we're trying to do, the system, execution. You go down and you try to do something one-on-one with your other four or three teammates don't know what you're doing. Um, and it, 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 it spills over into the entire group where now we got everybody coming in for, without moving the ball side to side at all. You, you're, throwing, you're throwing up bad shots. You're not covering your assignments defensively. Um, I saw a lot of that in the first half. And again, once I addressed it at halftime, they did a good job of pulling themselves together and coming out in the second half um, and, and, and really competing. You know, we were really good in our double fist, our 2-3 two, two, zone. And, you know, they were active with that. They, they multiple effort to, efforts to contest, to get rebounds. Uh, so... It was, it was. That's what I mean. Like, like guys get caught up in their own performance, and then it, it it basically separates them from being on the same page with the rest of the group. Okay. So, Demar Hamlin, everybody. Demar Hamlin, everybody. So, that being said, here comes Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, as he spoke to the media after the after the basketball game. But before we get to Russell, let's do our player of the game. Or sorry, let's do our top performer of the game. Excuse me. So top performer of the game for the... It's going to be a little bit of a pick-me-up here. Because I'm going to be choosing... For the Lakers, I'm going to choose I'm going with Damian Jones. Not your best not your best last night, Damian, but you guys or but you guys came to but you guys came to but you guys came but you guys came out okay. Uh, a lot of disappointment though as the head coach though Devin Darvin Darvin Ham said, as head coach Ham said, you play 25 minutes, 10 points, 10 rebounds, one assist, no steals, one block. You were four. You were you were four or five from. You were you were making four or five of your field goals. Did not have a shot at threes. You made two of your two of your two three throws, four offensive rebounds for you, six defensive rebounds. So maybe it's not a pick me up here, but that's that's pretty good if you're getting the ball six times. You did not foul, so that's good on that's good on your part. You only turned the ball over once. Okay. For the Toronto Raptors, what like 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 what can you say? 
What can you say about Spicy P? What can you say? 32 minutes of playing time for Pascal Siakam. 25 points. 10 rebounds. 7 assists. 2 steals. Did, ha- did not block a shot. He was 10 of... He made 10 of 20 field goals he had a chance at. One of four... One of four from three. So he made one of four three throws... Or sorry, three pointers he had a chance at. He made four of five free throws. Two offensive rebounds for Pascal. Eight, eight defensive rebounds. He almost he almost fouled out there. Five fouls there for for Siakam. Something to work on. Two turnovers for Siakam. And there are the top performers of the basketball game. In my opinion, I think you could find something different there. But those are my top performers of the basketball game. On Wednesday, December 7th. That is what we are recapping here. Which happened in front of 19,800 fans in attendance at Scotiabank Arena in downtown Toronto. Where the LA Kings, if I'm not mistaken, will be playing the Toronto Maple Leaf. It's the Maple Leaf. It it is the Maple Leaf. It is. It is the Maple Leafs and the Kings tonight. And I believe they are playing in Toronto. I do believe they are playing in Toronto. That is a game that we are recapping right after it goes final. So be sure you join us for all of that as it goes down. Post-game reaction and so much more to run to run with. So make sure you join us. And if you're joining us on 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 the ice and behind the benches, check it check it out. Because Thomas himself will have a post-game show for that game coming out of the game. With that, let's get down to Russell Westbrook as he spoke after the game, after the Lakers lost to Toronto. 126-113. You said you thought that the team competitive spirit was better in the second half than the first half. When you go into a game losing or not having a couple of key guys like LeBron and AD, how do you make sure that doesn't impact the, the team five going into the contest? Uh, we just play the right way. Miss the made shots, you just play the right way. Compete. Um, and then whatever happens after that, you can live with the results. Darvin also said especially in the second half, that your leadership to go in the huddle um, was important to, to being competitive in that half. What was your message to the team? And, and um, you know, how, how do you think you can um, maybe pull together and get two halves of basketball nights like this when you're shorthanded? Um, you know, I don't, I don't think our first half was completely bad. I think uh, second quarter was primarily prior the worst quarter just defensively. but. Um, as far as the leadership side, just uh, doing what I do best, um, I believe 
uh, leadership is a, a, a trait that I have, and uh, I take pride in being able to do that regardless of what's going on, who's in, who's out. Um, and it's important that uh, each individual on our team understand how important each night is and not taking uh, this game and being able to play for granted. Um, and that's a part of leadership, and I want to make sure I, I, you know, get that message across to the guys and go out and compete and play the right way. Thanks. Darvin sped up the rotation which he brought you in today. I think he came in around 9.30, left in the first quarter after uh, the team fell down by double digits. And on the night where four rotation players were out of the lineup, do, is there any process for you in, in staying accepting of the role that you've been doing for the majority of the season? Or do you, is there any instinct of like, you know, let's, let's go with the first five? I just, whenever my name is called, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Russ, you guys have built, I think, a little bit of a foundation here over the last three or four weeks. This, how do you keep a game like this, a loss like Cleveland, from from threatening any of that? Do you, do you feel like kind of the, the dark days of the early season are behind this team? And this is just sort of a blip. Uh, you just move on. Get ready to play Philly on Friday. and every night um, I try to figure out what is the best thing I can do to bring to the team um, and try to find ways to do that on a night and night out basis and, you know, do the best that I can, you know, that particular night. Last question, follow-up for me. Juan's been, a, um, I think, a good soldier and he's a, a, a positive spirit. Do you get a chance to talk to him after you got hurt? Yeah. Because how tough, how's he doing and how tough is that, is that to see him? Uh, I mean, it's very difficult, especially for a guy like him. Um, and. And I know he's a tough guy, but uh, it can be frustrating. But definitely talk to him. Uh, he's in good spirits, and, you know, hopefully it's not too serious. And he can battle back, but he's been um, <clears throat> a great teammate from, from day one uh, overall and a better person, which is more important. And, you know, he'll get back and, and get back to himself. All right, there you go. There is Russell Westbrook. There is Russell Westbrook. So, with him out of the way, that wraps up who we're gonna hear from on both ends of the on both ends. So let's move into game balls. Game balls. It is time for game balls. So the first game ball of the game is gonna go to Russell Westbrook. 28, 28 minutes on the floor. 16 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal, 0 block, 5 of 13 from the field, 1 of 4 from 3, 5 of 7 from the line, 4 offensive rebounds for him, 5 defensive rebounds, 3 fouls, 5 five turnovers, a little bit of a pick-me-up there for Russell. But the But the Lakers... The Lakers are going to need guys like Anthony Davis and LeBron James and Scottie Pippen Jr. and Cole Swider 
they're gonna need guys like him or like the like King James and Anthony Davis. For the Raptors, the game ball of the game is gonna go to Gary Trent Jr. Six of fifteen from the field. Ooh, two of nine from three. Four or five from the field. He had 18 points on 33 minutes. Two rebounds, two rebounds, no assists, no blocks, two steals. No offensive rebounds, two defensive rebounds, three, three fouls, three fouls, two turnovers. Alrighty. So with all of that out of the way, it's a tough stretch going like coming into Christmas. As Jack said during the highlights, it's a tough stretch for, but I believe it's a tough stretch for both of these teams. Because when you get into months like January, December, and the months leading into the playoffs, those are the months that matter. Those are the months that really, really matter. I'll give you some thoughts. I'll give you some thoughts here on. I'll give you some thoughts here on what's coming up on the podcast in a little bit. But a good thing I want to let you guys know. Coming up. After our final break of the day. We are going to get you set up for Maple Leaf versus Kings and bring you up to speed with what our lineup of segments will look like for that particular show when the game goes final. You may catch it being recorded and released tomorrow before we go double dose pens and sabers. And we probably might do a double dose of magic and of uh, magic and raptors so be sure to keep your eyes peeled for that those those of course will be airing on friday and saturday as well so keep your eyes peeled all of more on that after our look ahead which opens up our final segment and of course we're going to tease a little bit about what's coming up as we reach the final, or as we reach, or as we continue to count down to Christmas, and we reach our, we reach the final Friday tomorrow of our podcast before our Christmas spectacular that will be run by myself, and that also will be run by Ali and Thomas. They are our co-hosts. We will have a couple of special guests coming up, including including probably Jason, who you're gonna hear from in another in an episode before that airs. So make sure you check that out. And oh, okay, that's enough about that's enough for now. More on that when we continue. We're back to wrap. We're back to put a pretty bow on this show. 
and get you set up for Maple Leafs Kings when we continue on Raptors and Lakers postgame show. We're back in, we're back in, we're back in three minutes or five to, to bring you that. We're back to, we're back in five or three minutes to bring you that kind of action, plus what's coming up on the podcast, and wrap us up here with our look ahead. We're back in five minutes after this. We are back to put a pretty bow on this show in just a few minutes. And right after this drop, where we take our final commercial break of the commercial break of the show. And a reminder that Scott is back to give you the look ahead for the Raptors and the Los Angeles Kings. Sorry, Los Angeles Raker, Lakers, excuse me, not the Kings. But the Kings and the Maple Leafs are also coming up on our podcast. And a look ahead to what is coming up on the podcast as we get closer to our Christmas extravaganza. Speaking of which, here is this drop before we send you back to Scott in the studio after this. Hi, come on out. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, everybody. We will talk to you in just a moment. Hey, hockey fans. With the hockey season now officially underway, it's about time for all that hockey content to return to its rightful place. And that's why this is our podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you. So whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck or driving to the school to learn something new in life makes on the ice and behind the benches a part of your daily routine on Tuesdays and join me as your host on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game former hockey players coaches, and of course, everyone's first enemy, the referees. So get ready for exclusive, fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast. And join me, your host, Thomas McGregor, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast, as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world. On the Ice and Behind the Benches is the neighboring podcast to a Sports for Beginners podcast that airs episodes every Thursdays. But for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays. And for more information, please visit the Facebook page of our neighboring podcast, the Sports for Beginners podcast Facebook page to be exact. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans, old, new, fan, or no fan, are ready to join me on this journey as well. That's On the Ice and Behind the Benches with your host, Thomas McGregor, myself, every Tuesdays on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, including Spotify. And if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload, you can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode 
has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform. Should there be any delays to its launch, that's anchor.fm for early access on On the Ice and Behind the Benches episodes before they hit your platform. We are currently available on Spotify and air episodes every Tuesday. We've got post and reaction content now, but I am excited to join to have you join me on this journey. So don't miss it. And remember, on this podcast, nobody gets icing. Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out all over the map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com All right, time to get back to the action. It's Scott in the studio back after this drop. As we come back to Lakers and as we come back to Lakers and Raptors post game show right after this drop. Back to Scott in the studio right now for more on Lakers and Raptors. Welcome back, everybody, to Sports for Beginners, the podcast. It is time. It is time for the look ahead to what is coming up on the podcast. What is coming up for the Toronto Raptors and the Los Angeles Lakers? And I've got some podcast news for you that I already mentioned. That I already mentioned. So sorry if I repeated that. Uh, we also have. Yes, we also are going to do in this segment. Between the pipes. Yes, we are doing between the pipes. And this is going to now, actually, it's going to lead us off here as we prepare you for the hang for the Kings and the Maple Leafs. So if you are a Maple Leaf and a Raptor fan or an LA Laker and a, and a Kings fan, you may want to listen up because here we go. Here is the lineup for Here is the lineup for Kings at Maple Leaf including tonight 
starting netminder we're going to start with tonight starting netminders courtesy of daily faceoff so who is starting tonight who's got the nod Well, for the Maple Leafs, Ilya Samsonov will get the will get the nod. And behind or and it's likely behind him or against him on the other side, it is likely that Jonathan Quick will be the netminder. For the LA Kings tonight. So here is a look at how the Lions match up. Kevin Felipe, Kevin Van Falea and Anze Kopitar and Arthur Cal Caliuz. Sorry if I get the name wrong. I sorry in advance. They are Lion One. Trevor Moore, Philip Dolnarl, Victor Adverson. Our line two, line three, Alex La, Alex I, Alex Le, Alex Lefla, Lefla, Lefollow. Sorry if I get the name wrong. I apologize in advance. I'm really trying to get it all right as we go. Gabriel Villardi is your centerman on the third line. Adrian Kepe is your right winger. Your left winger on the final forward line, Jarrett Anderson, Dolan, Blake Lizardo, Lizardo is your centerman, and your right winger is Carl Grunderstrom, Grunderstrom, Grunderstrom. On defense, Mikey Anderson, Drew Doughty are line one. Matt Roy, Sean Druzy, Druzy are your second defensive lineman. And Alexander Edler and John Walker are your defensive pairing, or are your final defensive pairings. Phoenix pause play Copley is your backup to Jonathan Quick. Samuel Fagmo, Tobias Bjornfoot, and Brendan Lemieux are scratched and injured. Brendan Lemieux is an injury. So Fagmo uh, and Tobias Bjornfoot are scratched. For the Toronto Maple Leafs, their forward lines on left side. On the left side, you'll see Michael Bunting, Nicholas Robertson, Alexander Kerfoot, and the former Pittsburgh Penguin, Zach Ashton Reese. Your centers: Austin Matthews, John Tavares, David Kemp, and Pontus Hol Holmberg. Your right wingers, William Nylander, Mitch Marner, Pierre Engvall, and Dennis Morgan. Your 
three defensive pairings for the Maple Leaf. Mark Giordano and Justin Hall on line one. Timothy Lindgren and Rasmus Sandin line two. And TJ Brody and Connor Timmons are your final defensive pairings for the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight. Elias Amsonov is the goaltender for the is the goaltender for the Maple Leafs tonight. Matt Murray will back him up. Jake Muzzin is out with a neck injury. Victor Mete out upper body. Jordy Ben out upper body injury as well. Morgan Riley, Morgan Riley out with a low body with a low body injury. Cal Jarnock is out with a growing injury. So Brody, TJ Brody will return after missing the past 12 games because of an oblique injury. Kings defenseman Braden Clark was loaned to Canada for the 2023 double IHF World Junior Championship. Again, TJ Brody will return after missing the past 12 games of an oblique because of an oblique injury. Mulligan will play after being scratched the past three games. The Maple Leafs loaned forward Simon Deer Agrotations to Toronto of the American Hockey League, so the Marlies, on Thursday. All right, everybody. There is the starting lineup. There is the between the pipes for the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Los Angeles Kings to kick us off here. Let's quickly, before we get to podcast news, go over what the next 10 or so games look like for the Raptors and the Los Angeles Lakers. The Orlando Magic, it's a double dose of Orlando Magic basketball going into, or as the Orlando Magic are going into, or as the Orlando Magic, the Los Angeles Lakers, and of course the Toronto Raptors, I believe it's going to be a tough schedule the rest of the way going into Christmas. The Magic play the Raptors twice at home. It will be a double dose at home. The Raptors will be the road team on December 9th, tomorrow, Friday at 7 p.m. And at 6 p.m. on December the 11th, they are the road team. You can watch that one on Sportsnet 1. You can watch the Raptors battle the Sacramento Kings December 14th at 7.30. You can watch them battle the Nets on December 16th at 7.30 as well in, in Toronto. December 18th, they battle the Warriors at 6 p.m. All of that is coming up as home games for the Raptors. For the Los Angeles Lakers, they will play the Philadelphia 76ers tomorrow, Friday, at 7.30. At 6 p.m. on December the 11th, they will play the Pistons 
in Detroit and then be back home December 13th, 16th, and 18th to battle the Celtics, the Nuggets, and the Washington Wizards. Washington at 9.30 on December 19th, Nuggets at 10, and Celtics also at 10 on December 13th and 16th. There you have it. There is the look ahead for this game. And with that, with it all in the with it all in the barn, with the hay all in the barn, we've got an episode coming coming your way before we get to Maple Leafs and Kings post game show. That's coming your way after the hockey game, which kicks off at seven o'clock Eastern time from Toronto. We're back after the game to bring you a full recap of that. And make sure you tune in to On the Ice and Behind the Benches, the podcast for their edition of that post-game show. Come on your way as well. We've got an episode where we talk to Jason Boychuk of the... Where we talk to Jason Boychuk of CBC as a web developer and sports fan. We've got a lot coming for you. We've got some post-game shows coming for you. Uh, when when will some of these post-games drop? Well, the ones that are upcoming before we get to our before we get to our season break, they will drop on time, including the Buffalo Bills taking on the New York Jets. We'll have the post-game for you right before that game, or sorry, after that game goes final. Excuse me, not. Right before the game, we'll have that right after the game goes final. Post-game reaction, game balls, and things like that are coming up on that as well. Speaking of what's coming up, when we play out our post-game show of... When we do our post-game show of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and the Los Angeles Kings. We will battle. Or sorry, we will. Sorry, not battle. I keep thinking that. We will show you. Or we will play. We will lead off with the recap. Highlights, of course. Post-game reaction from the Toronto Maple from the Toronto Maple Leafs side of the ice, as well as the player of the game and the shake of the game as well. The middle segment will be uh, the three stars of tonight's game plus the plus post-game reaction from the Los Angeles Kings if we can get that side of the ice and tonight's top performers of the game. Segment three is game puck of the game and the look ahead to what's coming up for the Maple Leafs and the Kings. And we'll have some more upcoming podcast news and maybe I'll get into a little bit more details on post-game shows for the ice and the basketball court and the gridiron and when those post-game shows will drop. Whether they're during our hiatus or not, I'll get into all of that 
nearing the end of the Kings and Maple Leaf post game show. But until then, I want to I want to wish you guys a happy holidays, a very merry Christmas, and once again, I want to remind you that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. After this drop, our post game show outro music and message comes your way. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you for tuning in to Sports for Beginners, the podcast with your host, Scott McGregor, for the post-game show slash pre-game show, which always comes before the post-game show. Now remember, fans, follow us on Facebook at our Facebook page, https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sports beginners podcast send a message to anchor.fm slash scott-mcgregor dash sports and follow scott at scottmcgregor3 on twitter let us know what you think about the show a rating and a review would be nice but thank you once again for joining us on this podcast for the post-game show. And remember, before the puck drops, before they kick off, before they tip off, before they throw the first pitch, we bring to you the pregame show on Sports for Beginners, the podcast.